أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد. So we read uh, a couple of statements uh, of the Mashaykh uh, first with regards to what the essence of Tasawwuf is. First from Mawana Ashraf Ali Tanwi, Al-Mulaqab bi Hakim Al-Ummah. The story about him being Hakim Al-Ummah is as follows, uh, that he uh, obviously is a person of wisdom, uh, but there's a little bit more behind that. Uh, when he uh, first w- received his ijazah and uh, he went to uh, uh, he went to teach, he was uh, frustrated that the madrasa at, at Khanpur would send him to raise funds a lot, and it annoyed him. Uh, he saw it as against the honor of the ulama that they should have to stand in front of people and uh, ask for money. And uh, uh, it was a distraction from his scholarly work. So he made the, uh, he made the decision that he was going to um, go and give the board certification exam to become a hakim, to become a, a doctor of traditional medicine. So hikmah, the tibb al-yunani, is the old, the old uh, system of medicine, pre-modern system of medicine, uh, which uh, actually was, uh, uh, you know, it was actually the, not just in the Indian subcontinent, it was all over the world, but the Indian subcontinent was a, a special center of its learning, and it still is one of the few places where it actually still survives to this day. Um, and uh, uh, you had to rec- you know, receive ijazah in it as well. In fact, most of the hukama were, were people who studied at least a basic modicum of ilm, uh, similar to what you would read in Darsh Nizami. And to this day, still, uh, the people who have the knowledge of one have some knowledge of the other. Uh, and so one of my, my asatiza also, Allah have mercy on him, he was a hakim uh, as well. He just passed away in this last year. Uh, and uh, uh, so at any rate, so Hazrat Tanvi said he's, he said that I'm gonna go to uh, give the exam, the board exam, to get the, get a license to be a hakim, and then I'm gonna just practice medicine and then teach on the side, so I don't have to take you know take all this other uh, these other duties that I'm not really interested in. And so what happened was when he went and gave the ex- gave the exam, the examiner who himself was a hakim, like we said, the people of the people who were the hukama were also people who had knowledge of deen as well uh, uh, in those days, uh, unlike our doctors who give khutbah, but Allah guide everybody. So he, uh, the examiner, he, he felt from Hazrat Tanwi that this is a person of a special type of spirituality. And uh, while he was taking the examination, he told him, he said, you'll pass. It's not a big deal. But if you permit me to give you some advice, he said, what? He said, uh, he said that uh, this dunya is not it's not worth it put up with the this the, the 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 difficulties of doing service to the deen um even though they annoy you because this dunya is it's just not worth it it's not going to last long enough that that even that small amount of annoyance you save uh from having a you know earning a separate uh, income uh, uh it's not going to be anything compared to what you receive for serving the ulum and serving serving the people of uh the people of knowledge 
and the people of Deen. And you see Hazrat Tanwi rahimahullah ta'ala, he was a person that uh, a number of shakhsiyat, uh, very famous and, and important personalities from the Indian subcontinent, um, they basically received their faiths from him. Uh, uh, there's just like the whole like Ala Sunan, it's a master uh, defense of the Hanafi madhab, especially against the objections of like uh, Salafis and whatnot. Um, the entire Ala Sunan is basically like a 20 volume work written on Hazrat Tanri's like off the cuff comments here and there that again just like just like we mentioned yesterday sometimes the elders they say something and then afterward the ulama who come afterward that one word puts them in the right direction and they can fill in the blanks afterward but if it was a matter of coming up with that word themselves it would not have been possible so Hazrat Tanri is a person who himself they attribute over a, a thousand uh, tasnifat uh, independent works uh, to, that, that were written from, uh, by him some of them are short but some of them are very long uh, one of his more masterful works is a, the Khalid al-Masnavi. It's a 10-volume commentary on the Masnavi of Mawlana Jalaluddin Rumi uh, and a, nub, a number of other a number of other original works that don't fit neatly into any one genre but are uh, works that address the, the, the issues that, that the, the Muslims, especially in the subcontinent, uh, faced in, the, in, in, in their age, in their time. So uh, one of his comments that Hazrat Sheikh Zakaria rahimahullah ta'ala writes uh, uh, in his autobiography was that, that he said that there are, two, there are two subjects or sciences that I see are being wasted in this age that we live in. He says one is tasawwuf and the other is tafsir. Uh, uh, tasawwuf is rife with cultural tasawwuf and with quackery and tafsir has also just become like story time. Uh, of what my opinion about the Quran is, and the actual science or sciences, in his opinion, were wasted, or being wasted in his age. So he said, if Allah gives me enough life, I'd like to do service of these these sciences so that they can be understood uh, properly, rather through rather than through uh, um, the, the the kind of abuse that they were going through. So the Sheikh Qamar uh, Zaman writes. Uh, uh, a few words of summary that Hazrat Tanri wrote, wrote with regards to the Sawuf. The essence of this path, this is the only way of reaching of Allah Most High. Uh, meaning, blame, blameworthy characteristics must be removed and praiseworthy characteristics must be developed. Sins must be given up and one must be inspired toward acts of obedience. Negligence and heedlessness with regards to Allah Most High must depart and a person must turn toward Allah Ta'ala. A person should constantly be making ruju' ilallah ta'ala, constantly turning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On many occasions I said to the students uh, and to the public to become firm on two things and I guarantee they will reach Allah most high through them. One is to abstain from sin. Uh, the, the, this is a principle even amongst the fuqaha that darul mafasid muqaddam ala jalb al-masalih that to uh, to ward off harm takes priority over, uh, over uh, gathering benefit. The other is to sp speak less and to make some time for seclusion, for dhikr and for reflection. Hazrat Tanwi says the object of your suluk, your travel to Allah Ta'ala is what? It's the pleasure of Allah. After that two things are necessary. Uh, meaning knowledge of the path and then practicing that knowledge. The path is one. Uh, he, in, adhering to the external and internal injunctions of deen. There are two things which would aid a person on this path. One is that dhikr or remembrance of Allah that they can engage in regularly. And two is the company of the rijal of Allah Ta'ala as much as possible. Now the word rajal translates literally to man, but in the, the, the vocabulary of the, the Sufis it means those people who 
uh, those people who fulfill their responsibilities toward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even if uh, such a, a person happens to be a female. Uh, the company of the Rijalullah is the reason that the Mashaikh used to have Majalis in the old days and it's the reason that uh, that's the reason that uh, the SoundCloud uh, and uh, podcasts are not enough for you to become a good Muslim, and they're not going to uh, they're not going to aid you as much on the path toward Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Although it is true that if a person uh, reads a book or remembers somebody or thinks of somebody with awe and reverence, uh, whether good or bad, that that person will have some sort of spiritual company of that person uh, through that through that path. But conventionally, that's not how it's that's not how it's supposed to be done. Uh, uh, so uh, good news to the people who come and keep the suhbah of the salihin and of the people of knowledge uh, and uh, uh, another, another uh, uh, you know, rubbed between these two things. He mentions two things. One is the, the dhikr of Allah Ta'ala that a person can engage in regularly and the second is the company of the, uh, the, the, the rijal of Allah Ta'ala as much as is possible. Um, whoever, whoever listens to a ban or listens to the majlis, or listens to some other uh, ban, and doesn't make it to taraweeh, then you, uh, uh, you know, you have sacrificed uh, uh, the company of uh, that you've sacrificed in order to get the company of the the, the slaves of Allah. Uh, you sacrificed the company of Allah Himself, and this is one of the reasons why. Uh, this is one of the reasons I've seen from none of our mashayikh and elders that they, even though they hold majalis and have bans in, in in Ramadan in the nights as well, none of them ever put it in the middle of the taraweeh. Uh, why Why would they do that? And this is like an entire mentality. This is the same thing, like the whole issue mas'ala about whether it's allowed to uh, uh, give the khutbah in a language other than Arabic or not. It's a difference of opinion. So the fiqh issue, this is not a majlis of fiqh, we're not going to argue it one way or the other. But one of the arguments people give is they say, well, this is the time everybody is there and so you can talk to them. And the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ is what? Is that the khutbah should be short and that the salat should be long. And uh, even the khutbah itself is uh, referred to by Allah Ta'ala in his book as the dhikr, uh, as, uh, uh, as, uh, as, uh, by the word or the expression dhikr. So it betrays a mindset uh, that a person thinks that through squawking they're going to uh, be able to do those things that the dhikr of Allah Ta'ala won't do. Uh, so uh, one takes priority over the other, although both of, them are, both of them are important and they're both necessary as well. They're both necessary. So we don't take one and jettison, it, jettison the other in favor of it. That's also a type of extremism. It's going to end up in a lopsided uh, practice of deen. But given that both of them are important, we should know also as part of the faqaha of a, of a Muslim to know uh, which one takes priority over the other. Uh, which one takes priority over the other. So as Tanwi says, if a person doesn't have sufficient time for the latter, meaning the company of the rijal of Allah, uh, and some people are in different situations, someone is in, in college, somewhere far away, somebody is, uh, you know, not allowed to leave, somebody doesn't have a car, so, you know, like, you, do you have a driver's license? No, right? So maybe you can't go, you can't attend the, the majalis of the Ahlullah, uh, you know, regularly because of that, because you don't have conveyance. Or we have like people like it's, you know, the SoundCloud, there are people who listen and they'll ask questions online and things like that. It's like a convert grandmother who lives like somewhere in like, you know, uh, some rural part of some other state, you know, you're not going to tell her, okay, come to, come to Riyadh al-Salahin on Sundays. There are some people that you can and you should and I do. And most of them don't listen. And some of them surprise me and it's very awkward when they do. But uh, uh, most of them, you know, generally they, they don't listen. Uh, uh, but, you know, the ones that there's no, there's no, there's no uh, what you call it, you can't blame a person who's genuinely not able to make it. 
Um, so Hazrat Tanwi says, for, do, for those people, reading and studying the lives uh, and statements of uh, our Akabir Mashaif is an alternative. The Sahaba, the Tabi'een, the Taba Tabi'een, the Mashaif of the Tariqa, the Ulama of the Ummah, etc. Uh, uh, reading, uh, 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 reading and studying their lives and reading their statements is an alternative. Uh, and it, although it's not, it's not a substitute for coming and being uh, present in the Majlis, but sometimes the ruhani and the spirituality of some of the mashayikh is such that it will reach you through the book and it will reach you through the translation and it will reach you through centuries of time and thousands of miles of space and it will still affect you. Uh, 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 even though this is not a, it's not correct that a person should, should just use it as a crutch, but sometimes it will still affect you anyway. So if you have no alternative, then uh, 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 you know, sit with, with reverence and, 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 and seek something through that and, and uh, Allah Ta'ala will give you. Two things are obstacles on the path or prevent one from realizing its objectives. One is sin and the other is preoccupation with futile activities, i.e. the, the, the phone uh, uh, and, and other things like that. After that, it depends on each person's capability. This will determine how quick or how long it will take a person to realize their objective. Uh, and this is the gist of the path. Uh, Mulan Kamra Zaman continues, he says, an explanation of Sharia, Tariqa and Haqiqa. Sharia meaning the sacred law, the tariqah is the, 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 the way to Allah Ta'ala and the haqiqah is the realization of, of uh, just like the sharia is the realization of the knowledge in the mind, the haqiqah is the realization in the heart. In his makatib Rashidiya, Mulana Rashid Ahmad Gangohi Rahimahullah Ta'ala, who, is the, who was with Mulana Qasim Nanotwi, who we talked about yesterday, uh, a co-founder of the Darulum in Deoband, and through whom uh, the Asanid of probably most of the people with a living uh, Sanad and Hadith go through. Uh, 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 he explains uh, uh, to a seeker in the following matter, ma- manner, in reality, Sharia is obligatory and the fundamental objective of deen. To follow the, the, the rulings and the laws of the Sharia is not only is it obligatory, but it's the fundamental objective of the deen. The Tariqah is the internal Sharia. And the haqiqah uh, 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 and ma'rifah, the gnosis uh, uh, of Allah Ta'ala is to complete uh, and perfect the sharia. The total following of the sharia is not even possible without ma'rifah. Without knowing Allah Ta'ala, there's no way a person is going to be able to fulfill the sharia. So those people who say that this is all hippie, pie in the sky, uh, pot smoking, uh, hippie, uh, peace and love time. Uh, to them, know that until the peace and love enters into your heart, you're not going to, you're not going to have the tawfiq of following the sharia. Rather, it will uh, be like the Torah was for the Banu Israel, uh, something that uh, 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 a lot of people knew about and very few people actually followed. Not, 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 not that there is not, uh, there, there weren't people, there were people who followed it, uh, but very few people followed it and uh, it skipped most people. So it ex- explains the objective of Saluk in a very comprehensive manner. This is, this is, this is, this, this is what I, like the, my favorite statement for the whole night, inshallah. He says, the sum objective of suluk, the, tra- the traversing the path to Allah Ta'ala, is to have an aversion for sins and a yearning for obedience. Spiritual conditions, restlessness, and so on are not the objectives. A servant is a servant on account of his servitude, not because of his restlessness. He says, the sum objective of traveling to Allah Ta'ala is to have an observ- aversion for sin and a yearning for obedience. Meaning that those commandments that are in there, there in the Sharia, you want them yourself. This is not like a one tariqa or another, are you Qadri, are you Naqshbandi, you know, this is our tariqa. No, this is Islam. That Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that one of you will not perfect their belief until they uh, 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 their uh, desires are conformant with that which I brought. 
So he says what? He says the sum objective of suluk is to have an aversion for sins and a yearning for the obedience of Allah. Spiritual conditions, restlessness, whether or not you can see the future in your dreams, whether or not you can float, whether or not you can shoot uh, light from your fingertips, whether or not people you make dua against get struck by lightning, okay? Uh, whether or not, you know, when you uh, look at somebody, that person will become rich, whether or not you, uh, you know, like you can do Jedi mind tricks on people, right? All of this stuff, there, any, any fake thing that someone made up in like Lord of the Rings or Star Wars, I promise you there's someone from this ummah who did something more impressive than that, like in real life. However, despite that, the most impressive person is what? Is the one who they have a yearning for the obedience of Allah and an aversion to sin. And if somebody has all the Jedi tricks in the world, the guy can be Master Yoda uh, uh, with the green lightsaber and everything. Okay, uh, But uh, 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 imagine that, that there are two people who keep this kefiyah inside of their hearts. One is like super Master Yoda'd out like he can move his hands and like make boulders fly at people and like absorb like whatever like Darth whatever emperor lightning into his like lightsaber and uh, all kind of crazy stuff you know and then the other one doesn't but they both carry the same kefiyah in their heart whose maqam is higher with Allah it's the one who doesn't have all of the parlor tricks uh, it's the one who doesn't have all of those parlor tricks why? Because they just did what they were supposed to do regardless of what happened. Imagine that. I mean, because we struggle with our deen and this is a, a great sa'ada with, with Allah that we uh, at least have the tawfiq to struggle. But there are some people who have like real problems. Not like you and me problems. They have like real problems. Like weird, like you see like the Burmese refugees got kicked out of their, their homes on a moment's notice under the threat of weird like rape and torture and all this other weird stuff. And uh, uh, you see that that those types of people, they live and they die in these harsh circumstances, but the more uh, astonishing thing is that they never utter a complaint against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, and so that person, obviously their maqam with Allah ta'ala will be higher than the person who, uh, you know, is uh, walking around with all of these miraculous protections and whatnot. In fact, the reality is that these miraculous protections themselves are a, 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 a mercy Allah gives to us because of our weakness, Otherwise, the place that all of these accounts are to be settled is not in this world. It's in the hereafter. But Allah Ta'ala protects our iman by, by, by throwing us a bone here and there with these types of things. Otherwise, if a person was, uh, what? Like, so what he says, a servant is a servant on account of his servitude, not because of his restless, restlessness. Restlessness here means like they're, the, the kefiat that a person goes through, the weird spiritual conditions that are oftentimes very marvelous and wonderful and enjoyable and people will gape at them in awe uh, uh, that a servant is a ser servant in, on account of his servitude, not on account of his uh, uh, restlessness or his other kefiat as such. That the person who uh, did what they did because they because of Allah, because of who he was and because of uh, being his servant, that person is the one that the person with the true insight inside of their heart should marvel at. Mu'an uh, al Zaman continues, he says, I now quote a statement of Shah Waliullah ta'ala on the subject of affinity and love toward Allah, nisbah toward Allah, uh, and his approval and in fact preference of those who possess it. So Shah Waliullah is the, the, the Musnid of Hind, and he was a, a, an alim of, of the first rank uh, of the outward sciences, uh, and, and he's saying it. It's not just, you know, it's not just some Babaji who's, uh, you know, whatever, collecting donations from the Marids. He's, he's like, he, he's, the, he's the real deal, you know. He says, 
وبمنزلة الروح من الجسد وبمنزلة المعنى من اللفظ تكفل بها السوفية رضوان الله عليهم فاهتدوا وهدوا واستقوا وسقوا وفازوا بالسعادة القصوة سارنا القصوة القصوة وجازوا السهم الأعلى he says, I take an oath in the name of uh, uh, the being in whose control is my life that this point with regards to the importance of nisbah with Allah Ta'ala is the most intricate of the objectives of the sharia uh, 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 in, in regards to its very source and the deepest uh, in regards to its origin. And it is to the sharia like the soul is to the body and it is uh, to the sharia like meaning is to word. So uh, you say a word... Uh, 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 like word, it has a meaning. If it had no meaning, then the sound word means nothing, has no no benefit whatsoever. It says it's uh, it is to the Sharia like meaning is to a word. Uh, the Sufis, may Allah Taala be pleased with them, took the responsibility of preserving it in the Ummah. Consequently, they were guided and they guided others, and they drank from it and they gave others to drink. Uh, and in this uh, way, they uh, acquired the greatest fortune and the largest share. Mawlana Qamar zaman continues, he says, look at the power, powerful statement of Shah uh, Waliullah, may Allah have mercy on him, on the subject of the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala, of the awareness of Allah and the nisbah with Allah, and how he praised it and praised those who were devoted to it. He refers to this objective as the deepest and most intricate because it is the soul of everything else. Anything which has this quality is always the most intricate. Uh, I do not think that we uh, that the need for tasawwuf can be explained in any better way. Just as fiqh is considered to be the most intricate of the outward uh, uh, sciences and the deepest and most complex, uh, in, in a like manner, uh, Shawaliullah rahimahullah refers to the internal fiqh, the nisbah with Allah Taala and sincerity to be the most intricate and most complex. All praise is due to Allah Most High, the, uh, that the honorable ulama and jurists are fulfilling their responsibilities uh, with this regard in this time as well. May Allah Most High reward them for their efforts and bless them with more inspiration. However, we are certainly found wanting in this important service in deen, uh, which the genuine Sufis have shouldered. May Allah Ta'ala enable us to uh, atone for it uh, uh, and inspire, uh, uh, inspire us to uh, fulfill its objective. The final, the final uh, 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 subtopic I wanted to read for tonight uh, is uh, one with regards to humility and submission uh, uh, in the heart is the life of the heart. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa made the general dua for humility. He said, Allahumma ahyini miskinan wa amitsni miskinan wa ahshurni fi zumratil masakin. Oh Allah, let me live as a miskin. Uh, the translator translates it as a humble person, but the 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 in fiqh the shari definition of a miskin is a person who doesn't who wakes up in the morning and doesn't know where they're going to get their provision for for the rest of the day. So it's a it's the word faqir is a general word, and the word miskin is a a specific word uh, with regards to uh, uh, with regards to an extreme type of faqir of poverty, and uh, even in whatever like modern Arabic. You know, when you say miskin so-and-so, it's like poor, it's like, it's like the object of pity, uh, being, being in a state of pitifulness. And that the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made the, uh, made the dua, Oh Allah, uh, uh, let me live as a humble person, as a miskin, and let me die as a miskin, and raise me amongst the group of uh, the masakin, 
that wherever the masakin are raised, let me be raised with them. Now, obviously, for those of us who are right now, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, our whole like self-esteem is pinned on becoming a doctor, or uh, uh, our entire hopes and dreams uh, of our uh, children is pinned on becoming a doctor. It's fine. Being a doctor ain't haram, right? Being a lawyer for that matter, right? It's not haram or nothing, right? Like imagine Hazrat Tanvi himself was a hakim, and imagine like that also that that uh, 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 that that uh, examiner who gave him that good advice as well, who was also a hakim. He was also a, a practicing. He was a practicing hakim as well, right? But I'm talking about those people who this becomes like a weird idol for them. Uh, for them, it's it's like they they shudder. I'll I'll tell you the dean is a really interesting thing. Like I went to Madrasa, I went to in Pakistan. Um, Going to madrasa is not like the most uh, 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 like Four Seasons Ritz Carlton experience in the world, you know. Uh, you you know you you put, you carried out your sentence as well over here, right? Uh, um, but what you saw here is like the Ritz Carlton compared to where I went, okay? And where I went was the Ritz Carlton compared to Mauritania, okay? Uh, uh, so where I went in Pakistan, there was. Three types of dal served twice a day, so dal a, dal b, and then dal b, dal c. Uh, sorry, dal a, dal b, and then dal c, dal a, and then dal b, dal c, and then you repeat the cycle over again. And uh, uh, rice and meat were like served maybe once a month, if even that. And uh, there was no doors. The 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 construction was going on, so we were living in the masjid under construction. We slept on on woven straw mats, and uh, there's no windows, <coughs> no AC. Power was out like. You know, 12 hours a day was good. Uh, um, uh, uh, so uh, it was, it was, it was fun times. Okay, my 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 uncle, who almost guaranteed is, I don't know if any of my relatives ever listen to any of these at all. Uh, uh, but my my uh, my my father's brother, his his two daughters, my cousins were getting married, in Pakistan. So <coughs> I I went to their wedding. And uh, he once came in a car, like with a driver, to come pick me up from the madrasa uh, uh, to visit me. And I said, uh, you know, he the, the, dropped us off, dropped me off at the like the gate or like the, the border of the, the the madrasa land. So I said, don't you wonder? <coughs> you know, like, don't you wonder like what is what is it I'm doing all all this time over here? Don't you want to like at least see it or like when you have no questions about it, whatever? He was like, yeah, why not? You know, I so I said, why don't you come in and take a look at least, right? And uh, um, so the driver t took the car into the madrasa, which there was not like a road or anything, it was just like a dirt path. And uh, uh, he came and he, he, he just came to the door, the threshold of it. It's like a masjid, basically. It's like a masjid, but you do, like you study there as well, right? And he looked in and like, I, I've seen this, not just him, a number of people who came to visit, would come to visit Pakistan and they would like come to see me. The same thing would happen. There's very few people, very few people this wouldn't happen with from like my whatever quote unquote dunya like life, right? He looked in and like just freaked out. And he said, I have to leave. And he just left. You know, there are a couple of people, there are a couple of people, uh, you know, that, that had like, I would say it's just the tawfiq of like they would look in and like it would attract them and they would go inside. Most people, they can't even look at it. It's like too much for them to look at. It's, I don't know what it is, like a jeep thing, like uh, whatever. Allah Ta'ala guide everybody and forgive them their sins and whatnot. I'm not saying this to like dog him, but it's overwhelming for even a person who has good intentions. It's like too much for them sometimes. So this dua is like that. 
Because there are so many people they assemble their entire life with the objective of whatever. I mean, we left our homelands for this. You know what I mean? Like my grandfather, my grandfather was like, 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 like a feudal lord, uh, you know, and we left it for what? For money, right? You're, 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 uh, you know, you, you, the Shamis left their Sham, the Iraqis left their Iraq, the Misris left their Misr for this. Umad dunya, and you made your, your, your mother is like now uh, bereaved of you, oh, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So like Iraq was the place where everyone used to come at one time, you know, the entire, it was, a, it was a, like the, the, the ajaib of the world. And uh, like we left it for what? We left it because we want to, you know, have three square meal, meals a day. We want to drive a car. We want to have a TV. We want to, like, we did it. We, I mean, we personally may not have done it, but like, you know, our people did it. And they come from a people who would also do it as well if they had the chance. Not everybody, but there are a lot. And we're from that group. We're, we're from group, we're that group A. We're not group B. We're not the other group. Uh, uh, and so when you, when you, then you come to America and like all of that and you left your entire everything and then you have to come face to face with it again because <laughs> you can't leave Rasulullah unless you want to go to Jahannam, right? Right? And so people are like, yeah, okay, we don't want to go to Jahannam. We'll still be Muslim and stuff, you know, like, you know, some of them actually even thought they would leave that, but Alhamdulillah, Allah guided them back. Uh, uh, but there were a couple of weird years in the middle where, you know, people didn't go to Jamaah or they went to Jamaah on Sunday or weird stuff like that. But Alhamdulillah, we're, we're, over, we're over that as much. But now you come face to face with it again, right? Now that the Isna conference is over and the... Uh, all this other, you know, like all the other fun and games, you know, like, you know, okay, mashallah, you know, our sister got elected uh, to Congress, both in, in, in Detroit and, in, and, 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 you know, so political this and that. And like we protested the Muslim ban and we've done all our other stuff. And now come face to face with it again. Allahumma ahini miskinan wa amitni miskinan wa ahshurni fi zunratil masakin. It's a hard thing to look at. It's not, it's not easy for a lot of people. وسئل الشيخ زكريا عن معنى هذا الحديث فقال معناه طلب التواضع والخضوع وألا يكون من الجبابرة المتكبرين والأغنياء المترفين ومنه أخذ السبكي قوله المراد 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 استكانة القلب ولا مسكنة التي هي من الفقر فإنه أغنى أغنى الناس بالله Sheikh Zakaria, here it's not Sheikh al-Hadith, Mawana Zakaria Kandlawi, but Sheikh Zakaria as in Zakaria al-Ansari, Sheikh al-Islam, the old Shafi'i uh, Sheikh from our Kabir Mashaykh. He was asked, may Allah have mercy on him about the meaning of this Hadith. He said it means that the person is asking Allah for humbleness, for humility. Not necessarily for poverty, but he says the person is asking for the humility that's associated with that dire level of dependence on Allah Ta'ala. Yeah, that the person is asking for humility and for submission and not to make him from amongst uh, the people who carry the, the kafiyah and the state in their heart of the tyrants or from the people of pride uh, uh, or from the wasteful and extravagant of the wealthy. Alama Subki, rahimahullah, said uh, it also refers to the submissiveness of the heart. He says uh, the, uh, that the maskana of this hadith doesn't refer to poverty because the Messenger of Allah وسلم, was the wealthiest person by the grace of Allah. He was the wealthiest of people by the grace of Allah Ta'ala. Uh, and so Mawana Kamar Zaman also then he repeats the, 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 the hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in a form of him making the dua himself. He says, Allahumma ahini miskinan wa amitni miskinan wa ahshurni fi zamrat al-masakin. Ya Allah, make, make me and make all of us masakin uh, 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 and uh, give us death as masakin. And uh, gather us in the uh, in the in the group of the masakin on the day of judgment. Wa sallallahu ta'ala wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.